Hi there. In this episode of the Rest-Based Weight Loss Podcast Series, I want to give you three tips that I personally am following right now in order for me to uh, achieve some of the goals that I'm setting for myself, uh, achieve some of the goals that the ladies in my Total Body Transformation Group are setting for themselves. There's a very specific formula that I am having all of us follow to guarantee that we actually achieve whatever body transformation goals we are trying to achieve this year. And I want to share with you what that formula is, what that system is in this episode. But in case this is your first time listening, my name is Lene Urban. I am a nutrition and lifestyle coach and rest-based weight loss gives you the tools to lose weight effortlessly and keep it off forever. The reason why I am such a huge proponent of effortless and sustainable weight loss is because of this stat that I throw out there that I originally learned and then I started throwing out there all the time myself, which is the fact that 95% of people who lose weight gain it back within two to five years. As a matter of fact, I was overhearing, not eavesdropping, I was overhearing a conversation between two people where I literally heard someone say, yeah, I lost about 40 pounds, but I gained 20 of it back. And I don't know how many times I've heard that over the last couple of years since I've been a weight loss coach from people all over trying all different types of weight loss strategies. So I think we can all agree that, you know, losing weight is not really the issue. I mean, starve yourself for three days and you'll be down a few pounds. You know what I mean? So weight loss isn't the issue. Weight loss isn't the problem. There are millions of strategies out there, but it's sustaining that weight loss. It's actually keeping the weight off. And a big part of what's required to keep your weight off is how you lose it in the first place. So rest-based weight loss is a, a term that I started using, you know, in my support and in the education that I try to put out there in the weight loss universe, uh, because it's a hands-off, gentle approach. It's a, it's an approach that works with your body, works with your metabolism, instead of working against it, which is what 99.7% of other weight loss strategies do. In the tug of war in the battle between your metabolism and your weight, your metabolism will win every time. So if you are fighting against your metabolism to lose the weight, then your metabolism will win. It will win by either one, uh, allowing that weight to come back on, and it'll wait for as long as two to five years for that weight to come back, or it will just completely destroy you. Um, case in point, people that end up with thyroid issues, that have to have their thyroids removed, that end up being uh, diagnosed with Hashimoto's, hypothyroid disorders, uh, your metabolism will win by breaking your body, um, breaking your, you know, just breaking your hormonal functions. So what we want to do is we want to learn how to work with our metabolism, how to gently work alongside our bodies to release the weight so that that weight never comes back. Okay. That's what this series is all about. 
Now, what I discovered over the past couple years, as I've also, you know, researching definitely the most cutting edge uh, science, researching the most cutting edge uh, strategies to sustainable weight loss, in addition to learning that there are so many different lifestyle factors that are involved in being able to make this transformation, what I started doing was along with my coaching, like along with my eat this, exercise like this, I have been including different mindset and lifestyle strategies that need to be changed in order to sustain the things that I'm telling you to eat or the way that I'm telling you to exercise. And one of those things that I recently came across for myself was a system. It was a system that I learned from Dave Crenshaw. Fabulous, fabulous. I I love this guy. Uh, but I took one of his time management courses on lynda.com and that's how I was like kind of introduced to him. And he recently came out with an ebook and he calls the ebook, the result. I read that whole ebook probably in a matter of, you know, two to three days. And there's a very specific formula that he lays out in this ebook, a formula that is required, uh, in order to achieve any results that you want. Now, whether that result is improvement in your in your job, in your career, in the amount of money you make, improvement in your relationships, improvement in whatever it is that you want to achieve, there's a very specific formula that you have to apply in order to achieve it. Uh, what I did was I looked at this formula, I looked at the psychology behind this formula, and in my brain, I started to connect it to how it is that I support people with weight loss. And I believe 100% that this formula that I learned from Dave Crenshaw can absolutely unequivocally be applied to uh, body transformation. So I'll explain what this formula is. And then I would, I would really highly encourage you to go to Dave Crenshaw's website and download the ebook for yourself. It's free, a really quick read, really easy read. Um, so that you can, you know, just start learning a little bit more about the formula and applying that to your own, to your own life, to your own strategy so that you can achieve your body change results this year. Okay. The first step in this formula, uh, the first step is motivation. Motivation is the, is the first step. I don't think it's the first step, but it's one of the steps. Motivation. One of the things that I've spoken about a couple times in previous episodes is that a lot of people who start a weight loss journey, they start it for very superficial, shallow reasons. Reasons like looking at a photo of themselves from five years ago when they were 20 pounds lighter and just thinking to themselves, I looked so good back then and I don't like the way that I look right now. So I'm going to lose, like I have to lose these 20 pounds so I can look the way that I did five years ago superficial, shallow. Um, reasons like before I had kids, I had this amazing looking body. And after having kids, uh, my body was torn to pieces and I just want my pre baby body back. Shallow, superficial. Um, oh, I was talking to my friend or my coworker and they started doing this. They, they started trying out this diet or they went keto or they tried the whole 30. They lost a whole bunch of weight. I want to do that too shallow, superficial. So motivation 
like it motivation appears like it comes in many different forms like it comes with like a little boost of adrenaline so that we actually literally experience a biochemical uh burst a biochemical kind of jolt that uh kind of gets the adrenaline pumping gets the the blood flowing a little bit and motivates us to physically get up to start looking up things to start researching things to start writing down meal plans to write down grocery lists to go to the grocery store and say yes i'm going to do this right but that initial burst of motivation that initial biochemical response that that levitates us off the couch and gets us moving uh, eventually when those uh, when those chemicals level out, and that could be in a matter of a couple hours, a few days, a couple weeks, or a few months, uh, then we can no longer, that motivation is no longer enough. Especially, this is especially true when it comes to weight loss, because motivation, that like biochemical response of motivation is no match for patterns of behavior that you have set for the past 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years or your whole entire life. Very specific patterns of behavior, a relationship with food that was ingrained from your childhood, that initial burst of motivation that you got from looking at before and after photos or reading testimonials, that is no match. It's no match for the patterns of behavior that you've established since you were young, okay? So motivation, yes, is one part of the formula. However, when we're talking about weight loss here, in comparison to anything else that you're trying to achieve with weight loss, the motivation has to be connected to a deeper why. It has to be connected to a deeper reason that's less superficial, less shallow than, well, I just wanna lose, I just wanna lose this weight. I just wanna change my body. I just want to get rid of this stomach. I just want to tighten up this flab. I just want to get rid of this cellulite. Not good enough. Not good enough. For me, because I'm not, I'm not saying this in judgment, uh, for, for the eight years that I battled with my weight, my motivation was purely I hate the way my body looks after having these babies. I hate the fact that I have this stubborn fat on me and I don't carry weight well. I need to get rid of it. That was my motivation for eight years. And for eight years, I failed. Everything that I tried failed. But then once I started getting sick and once I started thinking about like all of the sicknesses that ran in my family, once I started looking at family members that were going through chemo treatments and radiation treatments, uh, family members that had to have amputations from diabetes, family members that were here today and were gone in 48 hours from a stroke or a blood clot or, or something like that. That's when I said to myself, okay, so actually this is not about my weight or my body at all. This is about the fact that I have, that there's potential for me to drop dead from something. There's potential for me to be diagnosed with some chronic disease or illness as a direct result, possibly, of the lifestyle that I'm living right now. And I don't want to leave my kids. I don't want to leave this earth. I don't, want to, I, don't want to, I don't want my kids to go through the trauma of not having their mother here anymore, healthy, whole, and vibrant, to be able to, you know, to take care of them. Or I don't want them to live through the trauma of growing up and as I get older, watching me get sick and wither away and die. 
I don't want to, I don't want my kids to have to go through that. And so the, my motivation changed. And what a coincidence that as soon as my motivation changed, I just so happened to find the strategy that led me directly where I am today. Not only did my weight transform and my body transformed, but everything else, my entire lifestyle transformed so that health and wellness is now my number one priority, the number one priority in my life, okay? So step one, you have to have motivation, but you have to have the right kind of motivation. Step two, you have to have a system. You have to have a system. Now, the reason why I love Dave Crenshaw's ebook and this result formula is that the he talks about finding a system that very specifically works with you, like finding a system that, that works directly in line with your traits. I love so much that what Dave Crenshaw did in his ebook was he separated the definitions of traits and skills. Skills can be learned. Skills can be practiced. Skills can be perfected. But traits, traits are the things that you are naturally just born with. Traits cannot be changed. So if you try to find a weight loss system that uh, conflicts with your traits, then that system is going to fail. You're going to fail on that system because you can't change who you are. So for example, for me, I have the trait of procrastination. And, you know, some people are like, uh, that's not a trait. <laughs> that's not a trait. But here's what I realized. I realized that it's not so much the trait of procrastination. What I realized for me is that biochemically, because I overproduce a hormone called GABA, which is a relaxation hormone, it's, it's a relaxation hormone that allows your body to physically relax, I overproduce this hormone, which means that I am like chill and laid back 95% of the time. And for me, it's very difficult for me to find the motivation to get up off my butt, to get out of this relaxed state and actually go and do something to get up and get moving. So what I, what I did, and guys, this is a brand new revelation, hot off the presses. I just learned this about myself like three or four weeks ago. So what I started doing was I started relying on the adrenaline rush of procrastination. When I procrastinate and I'm coming down to the very last minute, I get a surge of adrenaline and endorphins that physically allows me, like that physically pushes me up and gets me moving. I didn't realize this until a few weeks ago that I have become addicted. I've become addicted to the adrenaline and the endorphins that are released when something is happening at the last minute and now I have like zero time to get it done. I've become addicted to that. And so I purposely put myself in situations where I, I wait until the very last minute to get up and go so that I can utilize the biochemical response that comes as a result of procrastination. So what does that mean? How am I connecting this? This means that if I try to find a weight loss system that requires me to plan ahead, 
that requires me to pre-plan, that requires me to uh, set aside blocks of time over a consistent period of time in order to achieve like a very specific result. For example, uh, meal prepping. Meal prepping is a great example. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen with me. Okay? It's not going to happen. And I can have all the motivation in the world to like meal prep if that's going to be the weight loss system that will help me lose weight. However, because of my traits, because of my overproduction of relaxation hormone, because of my addiction to adrenaline and endorphins, meal prepping is, go- is going to be the system that will fail me eventually. Once that motivation runs out, so will, uh, so will my, my motivation to meal prep. So I know that for me, meal prepping is not a weight loss system that will work. So when you're looking for a weight loss system, and once again, there are 100 million, thousand billion out there, right? How you filter down the weight loss system that works for you is to examine your traits, your traits versus your skills. You have to look at each system and be able to point out, okay, this system is going to require skills that I can actually build and work on, or this system is going to require traits that I either have or I don't have. The more traits that the system requires that you don't have, just cross that, cross that system off the list and keep looking until you find a system that uh, requires traits that are directly in line with like who you are as a person. And the sooner you find that system, the sooner you start implementing, the more successful you'll be. Okay? Step one, motivation. Step two, system. Step three, accountability. Step three is accountability. Step three is accountability. Accountability is the one, that's the one piece that somebody that has found the weight loss system, they have the the true and pure why, they have the motivation. Accountability is the one thing that without having accountability, that's the one thing that stops them from being consistent. So if you're someone who is definitely motivated to transform your body, you found systems that have worked for you in the past, but your issue is, is inconsistency, your issue is remaining consistent, you need an accountability partner. You need someone that's gonna hold you accountable. You need someone that is going to get in your face and say, you said that you were going to do this. You said that you were going to exercise three times this week. You said that you were going to plan out your meals and have healthy meals. You said this. You need someone. You need someone who's going to hold you accountable to the system that you created and the motivation that you stated. Now, what I love what Crenshaw, what Dave Crenshaw said in his book is he, he uh, gave three examples of three different types of people that, can, that would count as, a, as an accountability partner. The three examples he gave uh, were a coach, a mentor, and like a manager. But because, you know, the, the book is more so about like getting the result that you want like in your career. Um, but instead of a manager, like someone who is 
It's like almost like someone who's paid to hold you accountable on behalf of a bigger organization. So I don't, I can't think of like an example to equate right now to the weight loss space, but definitely a coach or a mentor. So a coach is a professional, like a personal trainer or a weight loss coach, someone who has been trained, someone whose job, it's their job, not on behalf of another company, but on behalf of themselves, it's their job to work with people and hold them accountable. That is a great example of uh, of an accountability source. Uh, the other accountability source he mentioned was a mentor. A mentor is someone who right now is very specifically in the place that you want to be in. So if you find someone who went exactly, who can identify exactly with where you're at right now, and somehow they were able to overcome the obstacles and achieve the weight loss, achieve the body transformation that you want, that is someone who would be considered a mentor. That's someone that you can approach and say, hey, you achieved what I'm trying to achieve. Can you please hold me accountable? Here's the system that I found. This is my motivation. Can you hold me accountable? Okay. Now, what Dave Crenshaw said is what an accountability partner is not. An accountability partner is not your best friend. It's not your BFF. It's not your husband or your wife. Your accountability partner is not your friend or your kids, your mom or your dad, your sibling. The accountability source can't come from someone who loves you unconditionally (laughs) because they're biased. And when you come to them with excuses of, oh, I couldn't get to the gym today because of X, Y, and Z, especially if your excuses are legitimate and 100% justified because they love you, they'll be like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I, I totally understand. If I were you, I would skip the gym too. They can't help it. So that's why Dave Crenshaw said, no, it has to be a coach or a mentor. It has to be someone who has the experience or is professionally trained to, be, to empathize and say, yeah, I totally get it. However, get up and go to the gym anyway. Like that's where your accountability source needs to come from. Step one, the system. Step two, motivation. Step three, accountability. So for the ladies in my group, we started our 21-day nutrition challenge today. Today's day one. I'm so excited. And I decided to uh, provide an extra level of accountability by setting up a text message, by setting up group texts. So that during our challenge, I'm going to be texting them three times a day. I'm going to shoot them a text in the morning, asking them what their plan is. What's the plan today? What are we doing with our food? In the middle of the day, send them a text message saying, all right, we're halfway through. Hope you're doing well. Here's a cute little motivational quote to keep you going. And then a text message at the end of the day to say, all right, how'd you do today? What did you do well? What do you have to change? What do you have to do differently tomorrow? And a lot of the ladies in the group were pumped about this. Like a lot of them, I think, like in their heart of hearts, knew that they needed, that they need this specifically to keep them consistent. Because they've been able to do it in the past, but inconsistently. And this level of accountability provides another layer of support that this time will keep them consistent. So I wanted to share that system with you. This is what we're following. This is what we're doing. This is what we're going to be doing all year 
for every challenge that is going to lead to the body transformation that we're looking for. And I would 100% encourage you to apply the same system to your own journey. Okay. I hope this was helpful. Uh, this has been another episode of the Rest-Based Weight Loss podcast series. Once again, I'm your host, Lene Urban, and I can't wait to talk to you next time.